Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So according to a new survey, uh, in partnership with the Harris Poll and True Caller, Americans have lost a record of $29.8 billion to phone scams over the past 12 months. Nearly threefold the estimated loss in 2019. Wow. According to this, nearly one in four Americans reported losing money to a phone scam over the past year. 2,000 people in the U.S., 18 and older. According to this, the results show the degree to which COVID-19 pandemic and related work-from-home policies have made Americans more vulnerable to virtual grifters. Um, no, <laughs> it's made it possible for maybe Ameri- the dumbing down of Americans? Oh, Wow. The survey found that younger Americans were actually more likely to lose money in the phone scam with men between the ages of 35 and 44 proving most likely. Across generations, almost 60% of men reported being scammed compared with 38% of women. The scams, according to True Caller, are increasingly happening on mobile phones instead of landlines. Really? You think so? I mean, how many people really have landlines now? For real. No, you don't. No, you don't. You may have what your cable company calls a landline, but it's still an internet line. So, I mean, I guess technically it's still a landline, but not really. And I will say that I am one of the Americans that uh, did not get scammed from a phone deal. So, I mean, that's something to be happy about, right? Right? Okay, then. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to Chewing the Fat. of the day and some stories that you have got to hear about uh i just wanted to let you know that if you could see and taste this bacon from moinkbox.com you would order it right now but for right now uh i'm seeing it and i'm tasting it and i'm telling you it is delicious you've got to get to moinkbox.com right now Why do just four companies control 80% of the U.S. meat industry? Because big food crushes the little guy. You can help change that with moinkbox.com. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, direct to your door, 
and it's helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. Their animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and moik meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all that other junk that you find in the prepackaged meat aisle. Uh, I am telling you, I was uh, just amazed at how good this moink box meat is and was and will be. You can sign up at moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. You get a free year of bacon, and you can pick what meats you want delivered in your first box. And you get to change what you want each month and cancel any time. I, I, it's, it's incredible. It comes right to your door, and you realize what you've been missing from that prepackaged meat aisle meat. Moink was founded by an eighth-generation farmer, uh, who was featured on Shark Tank. You may have seen the episode. Um, even Kevin O'Leary, uh, one of the co-hosts of Shark Tank, uh, said it was the best bacon he's ever tasted. I agree with that. Uh, no no question about it. And they, Moink Box, is going, they guarantee that you're going to say, oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got moinked. Yeah, I mean, you're going to say that. I mean, I just said it, oink, oink. I'm just so happy I got moinked. You know you're going to say it too. You know you are. So join the moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. And listeners to this show are going to get that free bacon for a year that I told you about. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste. It's just for a limited time. Go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. Spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash jeffy moinkbox.com slash jeffy it is incredible to have the meat come right to your door and be as good as it is moinkbox.com slash jeffy don't forget m-o-i-n-k box b-o-x dot do i have to spell that too d-o-t com c-o-m slash i'm not spelling slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. Get that one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste for a limited time. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. For those of you listening live, today is June 30th, 2021. So it's the end of Pride Month. I was uh, amazed that we have at least 24, two dozen different pride flags. And I, I was, you know, I did a little retro of the end of Pride Month during uh, Pat Unleashed this morning, but I didn't get to all the flags. And it was just incredible to me that there's, tw- according to this story, there's 24 different pride flags. There's the Gilbert Baker pride flag which uh you know has the pink red orange yellow green turquoise indigo and violet colors on the flag and you know it equals pink sex red life orange healing yellow sunlight green nature turquoise means magic art indigo serenity violet spirit and this flag made its debut in san francisco in 1978 as part of the san francisco gay freedom day parade Then there's the 78 pride flag, 
which according to this, uh, the LGBTQ flag looks familiar, the 78 pride flag. Then there's the traditional gay pride flag. Then there's the Philadelphia pride flag. That was unveiled in 2017. Then there's the Progress Pride flag. That was uh, debuted in 2018. Then we have the Bisexual flag. That was uh, debuted in 1998 in order to increase the visibility of bisexual individuals. Then we have the Pansexual Pride flag that you know, happened around 2010 in order to both increase their overall visibility and help differentiate the group from bisexual individuals. That's the pansexual pride flag. Then there is the asexual flag that is black, gray, white, and purple. Black is asexuality, gray is uh, asexuality, and demise sexuality, demise, demise sexuality gray dash asexuality and d-e-m-i-s sexuality um okay white is non-asexual partners and allies purple is community that's the asexual flag then there's labry's lesbian pride flag then there's the palomori flag then there's the intersex flag then there's the transgender flag Uh, Then we have the gender fluid flag. Then we have the gender queer flag. Then we have the ally pride flag. Then we have the leather pride flag. Wait. Originally a representative of members of the leather subculture, this flag was also embraced by the wider BDSM and fetish community designed by Tony DeBlaze, DeBlaze, for Chicago's International Mr. Leather Celebration in 1989. That's a good-looking flag. The Bear Brotherhood flag, which is members of the International Bear Brotherhood, comprised of gay men with a specific set of physical traits, including facial hair, a sturdy build. (sighs) Then there's the Rubber Pride flag. Then there's the polysexual flag. Then there's the aromantic flag. The aromantic flag. Then there's the non-binary flag. Then we have the lesbian pride flag. Then we have the demise sexual flag. Then we have the two-spirit pride flag. I love the two-spirit pride flag. I know. Some indigenous Americans identify as two-spirit individuals, meaning they fall outside the male-female binary, and this can be used to describe a person's sexual gender or spiritual identity. Though it's not clear when it was first designed, the two feathers on the two-spirit flag represent masculine and feminine identities, while the circle symbolizes the unification of masculine and feminine identities into a separate gender, and the rainbow of colors represents modern LGBTQ identities. Huh? How about that? So, I know we say goodbye to Pride Month, but you can wave whatever flag you 
are proud to be under any time of the year. Why? Because it's America and you don't have to worry about being discriminated against or bullied or picked on. You can just wave your flag because this is America. I know that's a you know a strange way to think in today's world, but really it's true. Look around the world, okay? When you start thinking about discrimination and being bullied and being beaten. Um, Other countries, I don't know, they're a tad worse than here in the United States of America. That's what makes me so angry about the U.S. Olympian Gwen Berry. You know, with her being upset about uh, the national anthem being played claiming that she felt like she was, you know, it was staged and they did this on purpose. Well, we can't help how you felt, Gwen. Uh, We know now that the anthem is played at the same time as part of this deal while they were coming up on the podium. Many people are saying she should be kicked off the Olympic team. I don't know that I disagree with that. Um, I know that she has told... uh, Congressman Crenshaw that uh, he could kiss her butt or uh, ASS is what she said. And she also said that uh, F you to Fox News. And so, you know, it's just kind of really, really, you're an Olympian. And we're supposed to just believe that because it's okay because you're an activist athlete. Well, be an activist athlete outside of the olympics the olympics is where you represent the united states of america and if you can't be proud in representing the united states of america then represent whatever you want to represent off of the olympic team it's just it's frustrating it's frustrating and i know she commented saying i never hated this country people try to put words in my mouth but they can't that's why I speak out. I love my people. Do ya? Do ya, Gwen? Quick update on Miami or Surfside. Uh, we know that uh, search and rescue teams are still working tirelessly to find survivors after the condominium collapsed. They are now just updated the toll of uh, people found as of this recording on the 30th of June. Um, we have 16 people found, um, not alive. And there are, uh, still, I believe there are 149 unaccounted for and rescues have been, rescuers have been working through, you know, rainstorms and heat and mounds of concrete. And they have over 200 workers looking through the pile at all times. Uh, a 2018, we talked a little bit about the photos yesterday of the uh, structure and what was going on we know that there was an engineering report in 2000 from 2018 we may have mentioned that talked about major structural damage to the building and according to the latest the condo board president warned things were getting worse in april asking residents to pay at least 15 million dollars in a special assessment for repairs payments were reportedly supposed to begin this week 
So uh, it's pretty incredible that they just, it's been neglected over the years and they just caught up with them. They, they finally were at the break point and technically for real at the break point, horrifically at the break point. It's really not so much climate crisis, but I know our energy secretary, Jennifer Granham, tried to make that point that it could possibly be because of the climate crisis and the wa- the rising water and the heat. Um, yeah, okay. Thanks, Jennifer. We, we appreciate it, baby. And I know that we have uh, other countries helping out in the rubble and down in Florida. Uh, well, that's where we're talking about. That's why they're there, because it's down in Florida. We know that uh, Israel is helping uh, go through the rubber the rubble, and we have other emergency management uh, specialists from other countries there. We also, I didn't think uh, it had happened, but it, it did, the uh, federal assistance from FEMA and the Department of Homeland Security is there, and they're helping state and local responders at the scene. I guess uh, Governor DeSantis couldn't keep them away, so he asked for their help, and President Biden declared a state of emergency in Florida after the condo collapse. So that's where we're at now in Florida at Surfside. Um, Hope is diminishing to find survivors in the rubble, especially when we still have, you know, 100, almost 150 unaccounted for. It's just going to be horrific, and going to be sad and i'm not sure when you when you decide to just say we're it's where it's not a rescue anymore but we're probably pretty close we're probably pretty close so um you know keep your fingers crossed and say your prayers and hopefully we'll have some more survivors but it's very very doubtful All right, let's go to the break room. I need something to drink. I know that got me bummed out a little. So I need something cold to drink, and then maybe we'll do a little, you know, maybe some uplifting stories. You know, maybe, but get yourself something to drink here in the break room, okay? Oh, my gosh. That is so good. So I see the trailer for the many... Saints of Newark is out. The official trailer. It's two minutes and 23 seconds long. It looks really good. Um, I'm a little bummed that I wasn't involved in it. Uh, I could have played a part. Uh, I wanted to play a part. But it's the Sopranos prequel film. And it debuted its first trailer yesterday. And the movie follows young Tony Soprano played by the late James Gandolfini's son, Michael. We've talked about it before. It's out October 1st in theaters and on HBO Max. And so I'm, I'm excited for it. I can't wait. But there's one thing that is really, really frustrating about this entire thing. And I think we've talked about it before because of the clips that they aired before. But I'm going to play the first little bit of the trailer until it gets to the point where I want to scream and it better be explained in the movie when I was a kid guys like me were brought up to follow codes yeah 
Hey, jerk off. What'd you say? What? Antonio Soprano. Okay. That's right there. What is the deal with Antonio Soprano? It is Anthony Soprano. It was Anthony Soprano through the whole thing. Why is it all of a sudden Antonio? It's driving me insane. It better be explained. That better be like the official name that he was given when he was baptized and the world hated it. So they called him Anthony or the wife calls him Anthony, not Antonio, or he hates his mother. So he doesn't want to be called Antonio something. There better be something explained because I can't take it. Okay. I can't take it. I can't wait to see it either. Long as we're talking about uh, shows that are going to be on HBO Max, how about we talk about a show that was on HBO Max and we talked about on the show, Mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet. I loved the, the show. Gene Smart was in it too. Great Gene Smart in this movie, in this show, series, and also in Hack, which we've talked about on this show before, um, both on HBO Max. But the town, the actual town, are a little, uh, they're a little pissed at people. Uh, fans are showing up uh, looking for where kate lives in the show so area police in the town of wallingford pennsylvania where portions of mayor of east town are filmed have uh you know have people a little wound up that live there people are asking the uh mayor fans to cool it because too many people are trespassing on wallingford homes in search of where kate winslet uh <laughs> where she lived <laughs> now I, that is, I mean, I, I may drive through the town. I could see myself, you know, driving through the town maybe. And I mean, it's Pennsylvania and I, and I loved living in Pennsylvania when we were there. And it's, you know, nice to see the area. But the uh, police department issued a, a Facebook post saying, yes, it's neat. They filmed a lot in our town. Yes, it's really cool. Kate was living in Wallingford. No, it's not cool to go to the homes they filmed at, trespass on the property, and harass the owners and their kids all hours of the day and night. Really, it's a house. Get over it. <laughs> if you plan on taking this trip, stop and think. Officers will be in and around the areas and will take appropriate action warnings will not be given and signs are posted trespassers blocking traffic disturbing the peace etc will not be tolerated thank you wow okay people getting a little out of control for, uh, about the show okay uh one homeowner uh said that uh she didn't want to share her name or address but she told uh the local abc6 affiliate We've had a few instances where people have come onto our property one late at night to look in our front window. I can only guess to see if it's the same as where they filmed the show. She mentioned asking one woman in particular to stop taking photos of her daughter while they were out playing in the front yard. And the, the stranger apparently cursed at her. So just remember if you're heading to wallingford pennsylvania where the mayor of east town was filmed um or at least portions of it were filmed uh 
don't get out of your car. Okay, you can just drive around on drive around on the roads, but be wary and be nice. Okay, I'm surprised they haven't uh, they haven't signed on for season two of that yet. Uh, really strange. Uh, it would seem to me that Mayor of Easttown and Hack. I don't know about Hack if Hack has been upped for season two, uh, but Mayor of Easttown has not been upped yet, and that's really surprising because season one has uh has a really really big hit hack the season two release date cast and plot okay so hacks uh does do get a, uh, does do will uh they they be having season two on hack <laughs> but no mayor of east town come on hbo what are you doing so i'd just like to do a shout out to Amazon and let them know that chewing the fat while happy as a pea in a pod here at the Blaze Podcast Network. Uh, if you wish to acquire chewing the fat, I'm open to a conversation. Uh, Amazon just acquired exclusive rights to the Smartless podcast hosted by Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes. Uh, reportedly, for between 60 and 80 million dollars now i'm just saying that chewing the fat i don't want to say that i'm cheaper than that but it's possible that we could negotiate a deal you know cheaper than that so that's all i'm saying i'm just throwing that out there i don't want to start any fights i'm just letting you know okay i see where people are all wound up at my man howard stern too what i mean yeah they're all wound up uh apparently howard you know with his new deal we talked about his new five-year deal 500 million good i mean that's a uh, good for howard uh, <laughs> uh incredible for howard who is 67 now and he's done the show on sirius now for 16 years something like that well according to his new deal he just announced on the show earlier this week that with the new deal he gets to take summers off so he after this week he's off until september that's a good deal bless your heart howard stern bless your heart a lot of fans that listen every day a little upset a little upset with howard (laughs) he doesn't care about us he doesn't care about you he doesn't care about me he doesn't care about the quality of his show he cares about money and that's it well uh he is putting on still a pretty good show uh gets a lot of press he's got this he's got the stern channel i mean sirius is howard stern okay now apparently they're mad because he used to start the show at six and now he starts the show at seven or has been and i guess as of late and i don't know for how long he hasn't had a friday show so he's done monday through thursday and now he gets the summers off i mean good for him good for him congratulations on getting that deal done uh so you can be you know you can be upset all you want but good for howard did i mention that amazon can uh call me and maybe we can you know have a little chat just that's whatever just just call me it's all good
breaking news on Chewing the Fat today. Breaking freaking news happening right now as we speak. Pennsylvania's highest court overturned Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction. They found an agreement with the previous prosecutor prevented him from being charged in the case. That's what he said all along. He served more than two years now of a three to ten year sentence in a state prison near Philadelphia. That is incredible. The 83-year-old Bill Cosby did not make a deal not long ago. You remember we talked about it where he was not going to make a deal to get out on parole. He wouldn't do it. And according to this, he's going to be let out of prison within hours. They're going to let him out today. (laughs) That is incredible. He's said that all along that he should not have ever been prosecuted to begin with right i mean that is amazing so he was charged in late 2015 when a prosecutor was armed with this unsealed evidence that cosby's deposition from a lawsuit and arrested him days before the 12-year statute of limitations expired and the trial judge allowed it the trial judge was like yeah that's fine you can you can use that no problem oh wait what the pennsylvania supreme court said that testimony uh tainted the trial even though a lower appeals court had found it appropriate to show a signature pattern of drugging and molesting women Cosby, you know, he was one of the first uh, celebrities to be tried and convicted in the, you know, so-called Me Too era. And they're saying now this reversal could make prosecutors wary of calling uh, other accusers in similar cases. Uh, Yeah. Hello. I mean, we talked about this while it was going on for quite some time. And I know, I know, don't look at me like that. I know it doesn't mean that he's not a bad guy and it doesn't mean he's still a douchebag, but he should, he, the the deals were already made and he made those deals throughout the years. And this particular case should have never happened. And yet it did. And we've talked forever about the, the unsealing of documents that you've already made the deal with. Uh, you've already, you've got all these documents that you made the deal and you made worked out the deal, whether, whether it should have been a deal or not is another argument, but it was sealed and to have legal documents and a legal deal just thrown out like that. Yeah, that's a, that deal's already, you know, sure it was done, but you know what? I'm going to allow it anyway. It doesn't matter. Go ahead and unseal that stuff. Oh, Okay. So anyway, Bill Cosby, as of right now, the sexual assault conviction is overturned by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court and his release is imminent. Wow. And you can't quote me on that. (laughs) Wow. 
And you can bet that that is what the world is going to be talking about for the rest of this holiday weekend. (laughs) Wow. I mean, the guy is still, you know, Bill Cosby, and the whole thing is just ugly. But it should have never happened. At least the way it happened. The way it happened shouldn't have happened. And he said that all along. That's what the that's what the way it looked from the very beginning. But nobody cared because we wanted to get this dirt bag. And so, look, the guy is what eighty three now. He's not going to be committing any crimes. And so, I mean, he's an eighty three year old. A dirt bag will move back into the house. He's had everything taken away from him. Oh, not everything, Jeff. He's going back home. I know, I know, but he should have never been there to begin with the way that it happened. You know that. Don't pretend like you don't. You do. So the TSA numbers are back to almost what they were, really. You're looking at uh, 2 million visitors through the turnstiles every day now. And in 2019, you were looking at 2.5 million. But right now, in the U.S., 2 million is pretty good. And in the last one, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 days, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 of them have been over 2 million. So that's pretty darn good. And it's going to increase, at least they hope so, over this holiday weekend, right? This extended weekend. Uh, Southwest is urging employees to take extra shifts for double pay over 4th of July to avoid flight disruptions. They're offering flight attendants uh, double pay. They're encouraging thousands of employees to take leaves of absence or buyouts Wait, what? Yeah, they uh, Southwest and other airline industries, they're grappling with worker shortages. Yeah, because they did encourage thousands of employees to take leaves of absence or buyouts because of the pandemic. And now, oh my gosh, we're back. They were all happy to take the government money and now they want to raise prices. I just, I just witnessed someone flying from DFW to orlando and i'm not sure if the final destination ended up being tampa or orlando but i watched the price almost triple almost triple overnight uh, this is incredible and they're gonna want and they they're they got all this money uh they expected uh they they accepted 54 billion in federal aid uh okay sure and now you're going to rate, continue to raise prices because you're a shortage on pilots. You've got a shortage on flight attendants. Oh, okay. Well, good then. Now you're going to raise the prices even more? Yeah, that's right. Well, right now, uh, United Airlines, who claimed to have lost $7 billion last year, received part of that $54 billion from the government, probably more, and they are looking to be profitable this month, which is the first time since January of 2020. According to them, the worst crisis is behind them. So, okay, 
Now they want to have people pay extra for priority boarding. They have, they bought new planes. They're going to add 75% more premium seats, more leg room and first class space, uh, TV screens, overhead bins big enough to fit a small, you know, suitcase that's carry on. All right. I mean, they, United just announced buying 270 new planes. That's their biggest purchase and the largest of from any airline carrier in the past decade. It's also saying they're going to create 25,000 more jobs by 2026. So let's hope this rebound happens and we'll hope that the prices will drop. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I kill me. I kill me. I don't know. I don't, uh, good luck, but I just don't see the airlines. You know, and I, I didn't think they'd be back. Uh, where they're at right now by now so i mean i you know i what what the heck do i know but i really i didn't i don't see the airlines continuing on this if they're going to continue to raise prices and jam us all together and there's no way that they can add priority seating and bigger seating and you know that means less people on the planes without raising the prices and i just don't see that that helping i just don't see that helping in the long run in the next couple years i feel like that is not going to be good and the airlines are going to be i mean they're right now they're struggling for workers and they're you know american is saying that they're going to their business is so good right now they don't have enough pilots so they're going to cut flights oh okay so yeah we got no way to find pilots or flight attendants so we'll just cut the flights you know and you'll you'll just suffer for it oh all right will the prices go down yeah no the prices are going to go up okay i mean we've got countries across uh the asia pacific region uh, introducing new lockdowns and they're extending stay-at-home orders to combat the spread of the Delta variant. Now, Moderna has said that its vaccine shows promise in protecting people against uh, Delta in a lab study, but we don't really know. L.A., uh, they're recommending residents wear masks indoors now, even if you're fully vaccinated, to prevent the spread of the Delta variant. So, you know, I don't know. They're talking about uh, the number of breakthrough cases now. According to the CDC, 4,115 breakthrough cases involving hospitalizations or death. Wow. That's a small percentage, really. As I said, reports of 4,115 patients with COVID-19 vaccine breakthrough cases who were hospitalized or died. Of those cases, 26% of hospitalizations were reported as asymptomatic or not related to COVID-19. Huh. And 19% of the 750 fatalities were reported as asymptomatic or not related to COVID-19. It's weird. So we're still considering them breakthrough cases because they got sick after the vaccine. All right. 
fine. We knew that people who were going to be fully vaccinated were going to get sick. That's, you know, their breakthrough cases. But, I mean, it doesn't seem like that big a number. Although, you know, we can't have any deaths, so we just have to lock it down, right? We can't have anybody get sick or anybody die anymore without thinking we've got to lock it down, period. Wow, we have more breaking news today. Allison Mack sentenced to three years in prison for her uh, serving as the uh, Nexium, the NXIVM slave master who brainwashed women into becoming sex slaves for the group's twisted leader. The uh, Smallville actress, 38-year-old disgraced TV star now, appeared in uh, Brooklyn Federal Court uh, two years after she pleaded guilty to working with Keith Raniere's right-hand woman. She said uh, she used to lure victims into Nexium's secret subsect called the DOS. Mac faced 14 to 17 and a half years behind bars under federal sentencing guidelines and prosecutors asked for less, noting her cooperation in the case, and uh, she she got less, okay? Uh, she was she said in a letter to the court that devoting herself to Rainier was the biggest mistake of her life. I'm so sorry to those of you that I brought into Nexium. I'm sorry I ever exposed you to the nefarious and emotionally abusive schemes of a twisted man. She admitted to her role as slave master in uh, <laughs> uh, in DOS. Of course, you know that means dominant over submissive. In which some members were branded like cattle with her and Rainier's initials and blackmailed into having sex with him. <laughs> this has been a, a fascinating case. She's been out on bond for the last couple years uh, on $5 million bond and on home confinement since her arrest. So, I mean, I guess she gets her $5 million back and she can go do some jail time for three years and then she'll come back out and she still has at least five million left. She'll be good to go. And I don't even know if she's going to do the full two to three years. Maybe that's part of the plea deal. It doesn't say in the story if that's part of the deal uh, that she has to do the full time. But I know that this big regret in her life, and she's now going to jail as part of uh, the judge said uh, in court papers last week to let her off with probation or a sentence of home confinement, citing her cooperation with federal prosecutors. So the judge did not agree to that at all. He's given her jail time, but very little. I mean, if you have an opportunity to get 14 to 17 years and you walk away with two to three, <laughs> you uh you've done pretty good you've done pretty good so we got one guy getting out and one lady going in so is it a wash eh. stream and subscribe to more blaze media content at the blaze.com slash podcasts we may as well just continue down the rule of breaking the law and things that we are told that end up not being true. Well, we know this is true. This just in. 
We know now that federal law enforcement agencies have conducted clandestine surveillance of thousands of U.S. citizens with the help of a Microsoft, according to congressional testimony being given today by a senior executive at the technology company. Incredible. Right? Now, I saw a huge list on Twitter from, uh, from a Twitter account, Cultural Husbandry, which... Uh, you know, good for cultural husbandry, but it actually is. It's uh, at AP Philosophy, uh, AP P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-A-E on Twitter. And it has a whole list of things that uh, were either, <laughs> they either said uh, happened that we now know didn't happen or things that they said did didn't happen that we now know did happen and it's a whole thread on this twitter account just incredible epstein committed suicide mcafee committed suicide biden won the election covid came from the wet market conservatives are all terrorists ivermectin doesn't work hcq doesn't work Biden doesn't have dementia. The jab isn't making anyone ill. Fauci was consistent. Masks work. COVID passports. Cuomo didn't kill old people. Dominion systems were secure. Hunter Biden is an artist. Trump colluded with Russia. January 6th was an insurrection. Trans women are real women. BLM is mostly peaceful. Trump had a pee-pee tape. Antifa is an idea. George Floyd didn't overdose. Advanced course court were course advanced coursework is racist 1619 is real history hunter laptop wasn't real trump caused asian hate white rage is the problem crt isn't poisonous all white people are racist a pipe in atlanta stopped the count juicy smollett juicy smollett (laughs) was attacked china travel ban was racist words are violence the military isn't woke. The FBI is apolitical. Uh, Shokin was fired for corruption. Obama didn't build cages. Iran never got cash pallets. Churches should be closed. The border is under control. Voter ID is racist. Biden is tough on Putin. Blasey Ford was credible. Swalwell isn't compromised. Kids should get the jab. Teachers had it the worst. China managed COVID well. Who was an independent body? The Great Reset isn't real. Renting forever is just fine. Bailouts are necessary. Gain of function wasn't funded. Hunter isn't incestuous. Double make double masking is best. Own nothing, be happy. Hillary had 98% chance to win. Melania was an escort. A video caused Benghazi. Banned fully semi-automatic guns. Trump camp wasn't spied on. Hunter was hired on merit. Hands up, don't shoot happened. AR-15s are weapons of war. Bubba Wallace noosed was real. Covington Catholic kid is racist. Trump will start WW3. If you like your doctor, keep your doctor. Trump said drink bleach. Assange is a criminal. Putin hacked electric grid. Trump threw out MLK Jr. bust. Kushner never got a peace deal. Trump banned Muslims. Mueller proved Mueller proved Trump Cohen lied. Trump Jr. had WikiLeaks access. Global warming is the number one threat. And it goes on and on and on. Everything that we were told, whether it was true or everything that we were told that wasn't true, it's just an incredible thread. I'll tweet this out today at Jeffy jfr it's just amazing the final one uh says there's no deep state abolish gender gay pa- gay abolish gender pay gap 
football is gay. <laughs> Trump hit in bunker. Uh, the North Carolina bathroom bill was evil. Well, I mean, that's the last one, and it goes on and on, and it's just an incredible thread. I'll tweet out the first one, and you can follow the thread at Jeffy JFR. Just amazing. And, you know, when you talk about uh, rent, paying rent and don't own anything, we know now that uh, the Supreme Court kind of washed its hands uh, at the suggestion that people should pay their rent. They left in place the order that the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention had on banning residential evictions imposed last year to combat the spread of COVID-19 and prevent homelessness during the pandemic, dealing a setback to the landlords who had challenged the policies. Yeah, they want to get their rent. And I know that there's money... There's billions of dollars supposed to go to these landlords, and they're saying that that stream is a trickle of a stream going to the landlords. And California now is saying uh, eviction moratorium extension, and what it the, there's, and they're also going to pay full back rent and rent going forward. That's the bill that they want to have happen. billion. I just want to know if I paid my lease throughout the pandemic, which by the way, I did. uh, Why? Why did I pay it? Really? I want someone to pay my lease now. And especially in California, if you paid your lease money, your rent money, and now they're going to pay everyone's back rent who didn't pay, you should stop paying and at least get uh, at least six to 12 months of rent paid for you that is ridiculous now do i think that the government should be paying that absolutely not no but if they're going to and they're going to make up for it with the people who didn't pay uh then i'm going to stop paying and i think maybe that's what they want they just want everyone to stop paying and look to the government for help so do i want to fall into that pile no but i don't want to not take the money either (laughs) i think i think you can quote me on that as well i don't want to not take the money 